Yo, what up? What up, what up, what up? This is you, Levine. Gule Wei, Orion de Peligrosa. T-Double. The mighty DJ Mel. This is Ginger Lee. Zilli. Protégé. Yo, 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 everybody, it's Toddy B. This is your favorite giant China man, CK. DJ K. Cali, you rocking with the feedback. The feedback. The feedback. The feedback. The feedback. You are listening to the Feedback Podcast. With my homie, back. Welcome to the Feedback Podcast, everybody. My name is Back. I got Byron in the house. What up, what up? And, uh, of course, this episode is brought to you by our good friends at Herd Presents, located in the iconic Red River District. Empire Control Room has three stages, and including a patio. And go to EmpireHX.com. Check out their calendar. There's always some good stuff going on. Uh, Yellow Wolf is coming. Uh, the Ohio players already did already go now. Do you know? I don't think so. No? I mean, they always got good stuff. Go to EmpireHX, get your tickets, uh, and use promo code FDPK for 10% off. All right? Now, thank you for tuning in, of course. This is a special show, and here's why. Because we're going to talk about something that I don't know shit about, so this is, is going to be a great learning opportunity. Uh, we got Cash in the house. How you doing, man? What's up? Doing good. Thank you for coming, and we got Tyler in the house. Hello. Thank you for coming, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I'm really excited because it's one of, seriously, like, we're going to talk about metal music. Yeah. And if you, if you know me, you met me, you've listened to the show before. I'm a big hip hop fan. I love also reggae and funk, but when it comes to rock and metal, I, I can't say I'm clueless, but it's I'm always want to learn. It's different. It's yeah. different, especially from what you usually do on here. Right. For sure. So I, I want to ask first, how did you, what was your introduction to metal, t- uh, Tyler? Introduction to metal? Yeah, like when you're five years old and you heard okay. something and you went, ah. <laughs> Well, that's funny. I like didn't even prepare the story, but I love that you asked that because it's always uh, a good story. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah it's it got to be. I mean, so, uh, unless you came out and you, you're already rocking and <laughs> head banging. Um, so my my super best friend uh, up until when I was a young lad, when I was a little kid, uh, we but we grew up in Dallas together. Uh-huh. And uh, around the same exact time, uh, my dad got a job here in Austin. His dad got a job out in California. Uh-huh. And uh, I flew out. Yeah, I flew out to uh, go see him a few weeks later. Just you know, kind of sort of revisit kind of thing. I was newly 13 years old and i went to a kill switch engage show with him at uh, in california so he was he was oh, a metalhead yeah. already yes yeah. yeah he was already a metalhead <laughs> and like i i had no idea about this stuff but it was it was pretty big out in cali at the time and uh so i went to my metal show not knowing anything about 13? metal music yeah 13 i knew nothing about metal music i had never <laughs> been to anything like that i never heard of like warp tour um and so i just went there and i i like fell in love you know the energy the you know, the everything that we'll talk about, it all just kind of got to me. I mean, and, uh, were you were you in a in in the mosh pit? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I went at in thirteen. Yes, I was in the mosh pit at thirteen. Mm-hmm. He had no. Okay. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> and like you know, back then you're you're like resilient. If I get in the mosh pit now, it's like the next day. It's like oh, oh god, like what the. Fuck? You know what? It's a workout. For, for, for some reason, I think Cash gotta can up you on the story there. Story? No, that was pretty yeah. good. No, uh, that that's good. Mine's. Uh, it's, it's you can just judge if it's better or not. It's, we like, will <laughs> we'll keep a score. Go ahead. It's, uh, it's it's plain and it's basically plain and simple. I remember the moment. It was, uh, I, I believe it was seventh grade, sixth or seventh grade. And I was sick, uh, homesick from school, uh-huh. and because I actually I actually grew up on country. That's what I grew up on. That's what. I, well, were you in Texas? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you too, Tyler. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it's, uh, I mean, my, my mom's from Canada, my dad's from India, so it wasn't like a Texan bumpkin thing, it was just, my mom's a farm girl up there, that she was nice and wholesome music, she liked it, it was catchy, so that's right. what I grew up on, 
And then uh, I was homesick, and I was just sitting there watching MTV back when they actually played music videos. And uh, the Memory Remains from Metallica music video came on, and uh, the Marianne Faithful uh, does this um, singing part. And my mom goes, ooh, what is that? That's annoying. I don't like that. And I go... All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to piss you off for the next like Here it comes. <laughs> That's it's just it. the beginning. You're going to be banging on my door going, keep it quiet. <laughs> yeah. Wow. See, my thing was that uh, I had a neighbor who was into, uh, well, he was into rock music. And one of my best friends was into Metallica. Mm-hmm. So we traded because I was into hip hop. And he said, dude, you have to listen to Metallica. And at the time, I think the Black Album came out or something like yeah, that. Yeah. And I said, all right, I'll trade you a Snoop for Metallica. So he got into Snoop, doggy style. Yeah. And I got into Metallica. And at the time, I was one of those kids that was like, I want to learn how to play guitar just for the sh- fun of it. There yeah. wasn't this. Uh, I grew up in France. We didn't have the whole, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm a cool kid with the guitar at the party and girls <laughs> want to bang me kind of thing. We yeah. didn't have that. But it was just, yeah, it'd be cool to pick up an instrument. And my friend was like, put your finger here, put your finger here, and you play into Sandman. Yeah, yeah. And funny enough, we actually had to learn Enter Sandman in music class. No shit. It's cool, yeah. But I was like, I kind of like the melodies. Yeah, I like, yeah. Th- That's what drew me uh, into uh, Metallica. I was like, oh, this is actually pr- pretty... It's, it's, I don't know what the fuck they're saying. I have no <laughs> idea because it's in English. Heard yeah. That. Heard yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah, We're going to get back to saying. that voice. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then I was like, well, this is kind of cool. Like, Unforgiven to me was beautiful. Yeah. Uh, nothing else. Nothing else matters yep. to me. Was like, holy yeah. shit! If I can play that, I'm like, oh, it's easy. That's it's really easy. Yeah, I was so excited. But that's about as far as I went. I mean, it was ACDC. I don't know if ACDC is considered metal, really. Yeah, yeah. No? I mean, it they're is. one of the originators, I guess. Not, I wouldn't call it metal anymore, per se. Yeah, but like hard rock in the spectrum too. You know, metal is yeah. a pretty huge spectrum, yeah. generally speaking. Yeah, I actually, I uh, went to Wikipedia and I see all the different denominations. <laughs> Oh, boy. And, oh my oh god! Man. And yeah. you know what? There's you Wikipedia metal. <laughs> yes, I did. My, hey, I got to research for my own damn show. You know. Well, you know how you said you needed a chart for Game of Thrones. You needed a chart. <laughs> yeah, for you, metal. you do. I mean, that's and, even more expensive. an equally crazy chart for metal. For yeah. Sure. No, but I mean, it, it's it's uh, it was the same thing when I got into house music. People, oh, there's different houses. I'm like, what do you mean different houses? <laughs> it's a whole neighborhood of this shit. But, I mean, the list goes on from doom to death to gothic to. Uh, what was another one that I saw that was <laughs> thrash metal, thrash. metal I'm like how dark can you get in every, in every paragraph as you go down it gets just darker and darker this is the extreme you okay. know like the, you can't even understand what the guy's saying yeah. um, <laughs> when you can't read the logo because it all looks yes, like tree really, branches like a spider web yeah uh-huh. There we go. Yes. That, <laughs> see, yeah. Metallica, simple. That's perfect. Yeah. Simple. I can see the M. I can see the A. <laughs> yeah. I get it. Yeah. Slayer, easy. Yeah. I can I can read that, but yeah. I'm sorry if you got all kinds of th- those fonts are not on online. I don't know what. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm to say. <laughs> I can't get them. So, uh, Cash, you're in a band. Yep. So from listening to uh, watching MTV, like mm-hmm. how did it like picking up the guitar and being like, all right, now. This is what I want to do. Sure. I'm gonna be part of this community. First of all, which which denomination of metal was your introduction? Um, I mean, after you know, there was before right before Metallica, there was you know the growing up with alternative radio, and there's you know Blink One Eight Two and 
Oh, you're dating yourself now. I thought you were about to go 80s and, and stuff. No, no, no. no, 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 no. <laughs> I thought you were about to say, yeah, Poison and, oh, and Bon Jovi. And, <laughs> <laughs> all right, never mind. No, no. Blink-182 no. Blink it is. Yeah, yeah, you know those old classics of Blink-182. <laughs> Limp Biscuit. Um, and, Limp Biscuit. Oh, God. Limp Biscuit was new. <laughs> See, hold on, hold on. I mean, he said it. Yeah. Oh, God, Limp Biscuit. Yeah. Done we'll, that. We'll get back to it. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when Nikki dropped, man, I'm telling you. <laughs> Anyway, okay, there you go. No, <laughs> no, that's all you gotta um, say. I so, did it all for a nookie. So I did. Uh, I had a friend who who could play guitar and drums, and and so I was getting more and more into music and kind of listened to it. And then he kind of showed me the basic one, you know, two four pattern of drums. And he had a guitar, and he showed me. I think it was nothing else matters. I mean, uh, Enter Sandman or nothing else matters. One of those, uh-huh. uh, as well as Green Day, Brain Stew. Just easy songs you can get into. And he was showing me how to read tabs. And then um, I had a, I took guitar lessons from you, maybe like three months when I was like eight just because we, I had uh, my parents got us acoustic guitars and I tried it and I just got frustrated with it and I why it wasn't hardcore enough no I was I was big in the country <laughs> oh that's why you were in country yeah. oh there's a video out there that somewhere I don't know where it went but it's it's I mean me and my brother Byron playing Alan Jackson I'm on it. <laughs> we're, we're singing Mercury Blues just sitting and we're not we're not hitting a single note we're just strumming the guitar thinking we're badasses <laughs> like nailed it uh, it's terrible <laughs> But uh, we, you know, I, I, I watch, I'm, again, it, it just Metallica is the band that got me into it. I, I remember watching a live DVD and just saying, they're playing Master of Puppets. And I was just like, dude, I, I, I want to do that. So I went and grabbed the guitar from the attic that was in there for years, grabbed it and pulled up tabs and learned uh, Fade to Black. And when I finally got it, I was like, okay, this is cool. Because I was just like, that's what I want to do. And then I just learned more and more and more and more songs after that. And so that's kind of how it started. And then the band, you formed your own band right away? Uh, or did that take... The we had a band in high school. It was called Intervision. It was kind of like the precursor to this band, and I I, I couldn't sing worth a shit. I, I had no singing lessons abilities, mm-hmm. and so I just we found a singer, and he came in, and and we you know we had some riffs, and we wrote a few songs, played live out in uh, in the Houston area, Sugarland area, and uh, then we all kind of went to college and went different places, and it kind of went from there. But me and my bro- me and my brother, he plays drums, so we kind of. Every time I come back, we just sit there and jam. So a his lot. brother, your brother's also into metal. Uh, I got him into metal. Yeah, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. younger or older? Younger, of He's, course. Yeah, younger, yeah. of course. He listened okay. to whatever I gave him. Basically, yes. So. Look, this is Metallica. Shut the fuck up. Pretty much. <laughs> I was like, learn this. He goes, okay. <laughs> so. Yeah, whatever you say, Cash. I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I'll oh do yeah. It. Funny yeah. how it's changed now. Now I tell him. Now he's like, no, fuck off. I don't care. <laughs> Wait, still plays? Uh, not really. Not, not really. really. He still got his uh, sweet uh, Tama Rockstar kit sitting in there collecting dust. So, mm-hmm. so is mine. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Wait, so hold on. You you went, Dollar, you went from uh, so 13 going to a show and getting the full experience. Mm-hmm. You go into the crowd. <laughs> the, oh, you pogoing or slamming, first of all? Pogoing? Yeah, that's how we call it in France. <laughs> Isn't pogo just going yeah, up and down? No, and yeah, and it's bumping to people? And the only reason okay. I know that is because my mom traveled extensively in Europe and she told me that that's what it's called there. I didn't, in France I we call it Pogo. I've yeah. never heard that. Really? Yeah. yeah. But that, Pogo sticks. I, I think, yeah, I think, okay, I think okay. actual Pogoing was more of like a precursor to moshing because now it's, you know, it can range but it's pretty, it's a little more violent yes. inherently than, than Pogoing is. Like, uh, my, my friends, when I went to, when I would go to their parties and they say, oh, let's start a Pogo. I'm like, first of all, you don't announce it. 
<laughs> just to <laughs> shove it somebody and see I what happens. I would now like to request to start a mosh pit. Everybody, pep, 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 everybody, everybody, line up in oh, the circle. sign up sheet over here. <laughs> <laughs> we all gonna run towards the center all at once. Whoever yeah, bounces yeah. off stays in. Hey, that's the wall of death right there. Yeah, that's a real thing. So, uh, so you get into that and you're like, okay, this is what I want to do. This is. Were you capturing it at the time already? No, or? I mean this. You know, Texas loves metal is only. Uh, not even three years old right now. Oh, so wow. this was like an idea that came to me much, much later. And I was living in Dallas at the time whenever I fought, saw my first show uh-huh. uh, for Kill Switch. But, um, you know, I was always just obs- absolutely obsessed with live shows. You know, just as much as every metalhead just loves listening to metal every day. I loved going to see shows all the time. I went to every single one I could get my paws on, you know. And um, but you never wanted to play? Huh? No, I did play. Oh, uh, okay. For, yeah, yeah. You got the look and everything. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> I did play for uh, for a little crappy band uh, in, in when I was in college. They were called Coven, and uh, we we played Red Eyed Fly and Red Seven back. I when remember was, that name. Oh, you do? Mm-hmm. Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We, when, when when did you play Red Eyed Fly? Uh, re, uh let's see. Oh, that would have been. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh six oh seven yeah. all the way till I was. Uh, yeah. So did we. Yeah, we actually we might have been in like one of those battle of the bands. Or something like that at the, Pretty sure. Yeah, because we did tons of those. Uh, but yeah, after that, um, I, you know, I, I actually had to quit the band uh, halfway through college. My I made the mistake of taking a lot of crazy courses all in one semester and just sort of overtook my life. So, oh. um, but, uh, you know, I continue to go to shows still. I didn't let that hinder me. You're you know, one of those responsible metal. Oh yeah, for sure. Wow. No drugs, sure. alcohol. I was, I was waiting for that story. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no. And then, you know, I noticed that there was just, uh, you know, I will say come and take your productions. And like you were saying, the podcast guys, there are so many people here in town that just keep the metal community going. And I just, I wanted to be a part of that. I felt like I had something to offer. I go, you know, like you said, I'm a responsible metalhead. You know, I got all these shows. I have all this video and mm-hmm. photo and stuff. So I was just like, fuck it. I created a page literally just for, for me, just to like post all my photos and videos and stuff and just sort of keep it organized. I thought maybe a few people will follow it. And it just, it took off way beyond what I thought was ever going to happen. And so I've just kind of, you know, been, been flowing with it ever since and, you know, figuring out what people want and, you know, what people want to see, what kind of news people want to see. Right. Supporting local bands, that kind of thing. So um, I'll get back to, to, to the voice because, I mean, my barrier to entry to, to metal was always the voice. I get the melody the I can get. Yeah. If, if there's some melody to it, like we said, a lot of Metallica songs. Sure. But uh, just the, the voice was like, because I could get with James Hetfield's voice i know you do a good impression of yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so the, the the voice guy was like i don't know what the fuck they're saying it's already hard enough for me because my english sucked at the time sure now sure. it's better and i'm like i still don't get it yeah. i still don't get it actually well, I, w- I was watching one of your videos uh-oh. uh of uh fear control yeah yeah and they're like oh they, they put the lyrics on the video <laughs> a lyric video yeah yeah, lyric yeah. Video yeah. With the words bumping and stuff yeah coming in. i'm like Makes more sense then. Yeah, yeah it? it does. Yeah. It does. I'm like, these guys are deep. Because yeah. when you first hear it, you're like, you're just screaming on the mic. I don't, sure. <laughs> I don't know yeah. what he's saying. Mm-hmm. Sure. So how did you get that voice? Um, well, I, to be to go on what you're saying, I had the same barrier to a lot of harder metal. Um, the screaming. I, I, when I originally got into metal, I was I, I loved the riffs, guitar riffs, energy. That's right. what I was about. The screaming, I, I was the same way. Like when kids, you know, my friends were like, oh, dude, check this band out. I'm like, I, I, I can't get past the screaming. I just can't understand it. 
And then actually it was Kill Switch Engage, the band that, that really converted me to that because of their dynamics where they're combining melody and harmony and screaming and aggression to where it was kind of that gateway band that brought me into the heavier stuff uh-huh. um, to where I started. I wanted to know how to, to, how to do that. Because before then, I couldn't scream where the shit. And there's probably old recordings some, somewhere. My parents' deep house. Deep in the YouTube depths. Deep in the YouTube <laughs> yeah. depths. Um, Look it up, folks. <laughs> no, actually, no. Deep in my little my, like my hard drive depths, probably. Uh, it's uh, online somewhere, I guarantee we'll you. We'll find your MySpace. <laughs> it's probably on MySpace. That's fair. That's a fair story. <laughs> Uh, well, of me try of learning how to scream, and it—I mean, it's bad. It's, oh, there's there's tutorials online. On how oh, to scream? you betcha. Oh, that's how I learned. Is uh, there's I don't know if you heard of Melissa Cross, the Zen yeah. of screaming. I mean, yeah. that's that's really that's, she's a vocal coach out in New York. So she's uh-huh. worked with all the big guys, you know, Lamb of God, Killswitch Engage, Trivium, Blood Devil Wears Prada, Devil Wears Prada. yeah, um, all the all the. And big that's the girl names. teaching you how to do it. She's a yeah. middle-aged woman, white woman who's just sitting there and showing you how to scream. What's her name? Melissa Cross, and it's called. You can probably find it. Think, right. She's you know. insane, man. She's been on TV shows and stuff, and mm-hmm. like I know she she does like consulting for horror movies and stuff too. Oh like, wow! Just uh, screaming, all encompassing. <laughs> yeah, and properly, because you know how to use your vocal cords without straining your voice. That's yeah, what she teaches, yeah. and I mean that was definitely eye opening for me. I was just like, oh wow, okay, there's this little white woman who's like screaming better than I can. <laughs> but it is called screaming. The Zen of screaming. No, I mean, the, the, that voice, that metal voice. It mm-hmm. is called screaming. There's not some other terminology um, for it. No. You might see, like, on Wikipedia, you might yeah. see him label it, like, unclean vocals or, yeah. or something unclean? like that. Unclean? Yeah. Unclean. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Wikipedia. <laughs> really? You can do better. Yeah, you can do better. Un- unclean. <laughs> Fuck you. There's some people who love this shit. How dare you? I shower you? every day. <laughs> <laughs> some, somebody who wrote that was like, I don't like metal. I'm just going to, like, list all the this death and roll and all kinds. I'm not just giving yeah, yeah. names. Fuck them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come up with names out of my oh, ass. Yeah. Wait, did you listen to, to metal, Byron? I did not. My uh, exposure to metals, Beavis and Butthead. That's fair. So I didn't, I didn't show you any at uh, over at the old job. No, no, no. Oh, I, I was so little backstory. Me and Cash used to work together uh, about ten years ago. So yep, uh, that's how I got to know him. And I found out that you did metal. You're in a metal band, and for me, it was like cool. Like. I've always had an intrigue with metal, never knew much about it. The screaming, as as Back mentioned earlier, was kind of a barrier to entry for me. But it was one of those things where I can see a lot of similarities with metal and hip-hop. So I, even though I knew I didn't understand it and didn't really understand the lyrics, I heard those same types of things regarding hip-hop. Right. I don't know what they're saying, you know. So I, figured, I knew that there was more to it. I always had a respect for it. Yeah. Right. So I was... Knowing that you were in metal, say, like, all right, cool. Like, maybe I'll go see a, a show now, which I still haven't seen you perform. So I we're going to get you Sorry about that. Oh, wait, 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 but we'll I have, I have listened video. to your music, we'll play though. play some audio in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> which actually, to your point, actually, um, I just heard an Ice-T quote uh, a few days ago, which is, I thought was really on point, um, what he was saying, because it kind of encompasses what you're talking about, is um, – it was on Sirius XM, and he was talking about country and rap and metal, uh-huh. and which is Ice T talking about country and rap and metal. Just <laughs> yeah. to put your yeah, everybody look up to Ice T when it comes to talking about this stuff. Because Ice T is a metal band. I don't know if y'all yeah, know. Body yeah, 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 body count. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so uh, he was talking about uh, he was saying so metal, uh, rap, and country. I mean, they're you know it's just same shit, different hoods. We talking about we bitching about our women. <laughs> we talking about our cars or our trucks. Right. We show up to award shows wearing hats and boots. Yeah. 
And it's the same. It's like the same shit, just different hood. And metal is the same exact shit, except you just got to make sure you're honest. Okay. I was yeah, like, sure that is on point. That is really on. Wait, point. wait. Across the board, with metal, I'm, it just it's the it's the content that you sing about in metal because it can, if it's cheesy or fake, it can instantly be thrown at as like, kind of like like give me an example. Of what? What? Five finger death punch, maybe a little bit. You Oof. know, five finger death punch. They yes. Can, you know, and I, I'm one who loves his vocals. As a band, they, they're they're a little cheesy. It's very over the top, very <laughs> like, pop radio. Okay, okay. So if, if you if you had a scale from one to ten, <laughs> the cheat the ten being the cheesiest. You can answer this one. And you got, uh, what what's the name? Fire fire punch. Wait, five, five punch. Finger, five, five finger, finger death punch. punch. Five finger ten punch. All right. Yeah. So what are, what did they rate? Okay, uh, I'll answer with a story. Okay, uh, sure. Th- oh. a, a, a short story. There's a serial commenter uh, on Texas Loves Metal. Every time I post a story or just like post news or whatever about Five Finger Death Punch, uh-huh. I don't remember his name right now. I'll have to go find it. He comments, Five Finger Death Punch is for people who don't wipe their ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Every single time, okay. just like Lisa that comment. And that's a little harsh, but I think that's what you were getting at. Is their music is a little? It's you can't describe it. It's kind of like for show. It's a little bit for show. Yeah. Okay. What is yeah. Yeah. Like, like live, they do this song is for the troops, and the next song, this song is for the women in the audience. The next song, this song is for the kids in the audience. This song is for. It's just a little for show. Is it doesn't disclaimers. It just That's, that kind of sucks. Ingenuine, ingenuine, ingenuine. Yes, ingenuine that is such is a good how word. it comes across. But and, in uh, hip hop, go, this one goes out to the ladies. That's about. That's the only one. <laughs> that's the only one. That's the only one. one. They're not singing to kids. They're not singing to, <laughs> to adults. They're not singing to. They're just well. The, well, the ladies in the house. Whoa, this one's for y'all. And then the rest. That's because they're smarter. They know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's it's kind of a. I mean, I don't. I can't even think about a guy on stage, <laughs> like the whole time going with that screaming voice, yeah. and then he just stops and goes. Uh, this one is gonna be <laughs> like with a, like his regular voice, like break sure. the whole the whole illusion of it. Going, yeah, uh, today we're gonna talk about the troops. Uh, I five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't take you well, seriously. Well, see, but there is an honesty in that. Like Killswitch does that really well. Another band, they, they switch they, back and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's because they're being real. They're just saying this is metal is uh, you know expressing yourself in an in an aggressive way, an angry way, but it's all coming from something honest and deep within. Right. And so. It, to me, it, I mean, you can answer. It, like, let me ask you: Like, would it be is that more ingenuine than saying screaming during all the songs and then in between each song saying, "All right, here we go, motherfuckers! <laughs> Did y'all have a good day today? Look at that sunshine I want. You know, <laughs> I want you to do the weather. <laughs> I want you to do the weather with cash today. Who's going to be? I, I it's gonna rain. <laughs> <laughs> Back to you. Back to you, back to you. Yeah, back to you, Jim. <laughs> that'd be awesome. Seriously, think about it. If you had a show and you had like a metal, uh, yeah, that'd a, be funny. Hell yeah! You know, that's an SNL sketch right there. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it, in 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 hip hop, the honesty is there, but it can also be totally fake. Right. So it can come up because that's the thing. If you look at both of them, um, they're all rebellious type of you know genre music. They all emerge from these this rebellious feeling, like hey. Fuck yeah, the system, kind yeah. of subculture. Yes. Yeah, the fuck weirdos, the system. The... Mm-hmm. Very male oriented. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Very mostly. young too. Uh, very like engaged politically. Yeah. At the mm-hmm. beginning, yeah. not anymore. 
listen to, to hip hop now, it's freaking it's nothing. Humana, humana. And, yeah, humana, humana <laughs> hip hop. And I, actually, I have, I have, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna read um, uh, a ly- lyrics from a quote unquote freestyle because they don't freestyle anymore. They just rap whatever is in their song from the latest. Uh, you know the XSL, the freshman XX, XXL. Uh, issue like every year they do mm-hmm. a freshman issue uh. like these are the hip hop artists of the oh, year oh okay right. yeah 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 so yeah, okay. there's this kid in there called XX Extension Cord <laughs> so that's what I call him <laughs> he's in XX Extension and like you yeah. read this shit and he goes these fucking entertainers is playing it by the rules suck, sucking government's dick for safety to stay cool I absolutely di- I'm absolutely disgusted by all you motherfuckers tie your throats to a truck bed and pedal the metal quickly first of all it doesn't rhyme <laughs> I, was, I thought is there was another part. Yeah, was, that that a, was that a haiku? Was that no, the first stanza? He ended, or? That. he ended on that. So I'm like, drop the mic. Bars. No, no, he, was, like, he, he did the freestyle crouching on the ground and staring at the staring at the floor. Okay. So I'm like, okay. that's. I get the sentiment, maybe not, but you take that, you add an angry voice to it. You have a metal joint, right? Or is that too well, big of a? Joke? Let's try it. Give me, show me the lyrics. Here it is. You want to do it? I'm excited about this. Yeah, yeah, hold on, hold on. Let me, I have to turn the thing Byron around. Byron taught me a beat. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, it, it's it's one of those, like, that's the that's the way hip-hop is going now. A lot of, mm-hmm. like, uh, dark, like, not politically engaged anymore. Like, I, I'm all for a message when it's in the music. That's, mm-hmm. that's just me. And the same way that... Um, Metallica had a message, I'm sure. Well, like Rage Against the Machine. Oh, Diego, Rage. Yeah, yeah. One. I love System I love of a Down, Rage. which yes. I've been missing both of them for so long. But like when you're just talking shit and you're like, uh, you're 16, the fuck do you know about, <laughs> oh, <laughs> about yeah. any of the government? That's, well, that's, yeah. that's, see, that's the older listener now. Yeah. Well, is, is, is that the same thing? And like there's the new school and the old school of, of metal? A, like you yeah. to, like yeah. back, in, back in my day, oh, yeah. I want to listen to Poison. Oh yeah, that's. I mean, well, you, well I was gonna. Uh, well, I guess what I what came to my head was like you know all the bands that we've been talking about like Trivium and Killswitch Engage and all those guys. Those are like what we would probably could be considered like the godfathers of metal. Like these are the guys that are super accessible and like every type of metalhead comes out to see these guys, no matter what mm-hmm. they're like. But there's not so many bands like that anymore as there used to be. There's a lot more bands. Yeah. Well, yeah. But not, they're good. Not yeah. quality bands. Yeah, but right. exactly. But hip hop is going through the exact same thing. Okay. That's the thing. Like okay. your um, our reference, if you grew up in the eighties and nineties, uh, in hip hop, you think about for the Bigs, the Tupacs, and mm-hmm. you know the Wu Tang Clan and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. And then when it comes to metal, you have Metallica. Uh, I'm trying to think of some other ones. The Red Hot, maybe. In, Chili Peppers? In the 90s, right metal? Uh, uh, no, soft for metal. I mean, 90s, like corn. Okay, okay. Uh, who the, the guy that just died? Chester? Uh, Lincoln yeah, Park. Lincoln Park. Yeah, Lincoln Park. Chester yes. Bennington. And now, like, if you were to introduce metal to someone who doesn't know shit, like me, mm-hmm. and you're like, look, these are the names that you need to look up. And they're names that everybody knows today. Not yeah. back in the day, not in the 80s and 90s, but like today. Like, who would that be? Is there a bunch of them, or is it like two two bands that are just fighting each other? I mean, day? I think Metallica, Pantera, Slayer is where you start. There's, I mean, well, I'm talking about today. To, oh, yeah, oh, bands today, yeah, today. Yeah, current bands. Like, like if you were had a Mount Rushmore of bands, Man. but not I, just four, but maybe ten of them. I honestly think wow. it, it's so. Uh, hard. It's so. It is right. I, yeah. If it's like anything like hip hop, where it's it's kind of so. 
what's the right word? Shattered, if you will, or subgenre? Yeah, it's so segmented that segmented, uh, thank you. Uh, uh, unless you're like a responsible metalhead or you like tons of different types of metal, uh, there's probably you know a lot of not a lot of different you know venues you can go down. It's like um, you like a certain subset of bands, and then like you know you go see those bands when right. they come to town, and like you probably listen to other bands, but. Metal ha- metalheads tend to like segment towards you know a type that they like. And right. they, don't, they don't go outside and of that. Well, emerge as I think much? It, I they, think it's because they want that. That's their band. They discovered that is the epitome of metal. Where it if started. I started yeah. with Death and Roll, then I just stick with Death and Roll. De- what's Death and Roll? Uh, Wikipedia. Oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Oh I love God. that you said. What the fuck is that? <laughs> You don't know what you're talking Shut about. Shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> is that a genre or a band? It's a, it's a genre. <laughs> Apparently, did you know it's a genre? Somebody no, don't even know. See, internet. that's what I'm saying. Like, there, I, I probably haven't heard half of them. Like, you know what I mean? No, you probably believe yeah. me for a second, though. Somebody, think, somebody had a serious band out there Like, was like, you know what? There's rock and roll, and this is death and, death and roll. God damn yeah. it. I guess that would be like rock and roll, but with like death metal vocals over it? Or the opposite? Hey, I don't know. I'll read you the definition. Okay. Death and roll. Is <laughs> oh, wow. a subgenre of death metal that incorporates hard rock inspired elements with to an overall sound. Yeah, so that's anything. More so rock and roll. Oh, notable oh. examples include Entombed. Ever heard of them? Okay, yeah. Uh yeah. Gorefest. Okay. No. And the cum shots. The cum shots. You gotta listen to the cum shots, man. Oh yeah. You know about the cum shots. Every morning on my way to work. <laughs> So basically, it's just like slower, less distorted guitars with death metal vocals over it. Yeah, the death and roll tag was first associated with entombed. I don't know, man. It, and and they always they always name the same uh, influences: ACDC, Black Sabbath, Deep, Deep Purple. Yeah. Um, let's see who, you know, some classic rock shit. But anyway, just come up with a name and just so people just. How you doing over there, Byron? You need a beer? You good? Uh yeah, I could use another. Okay. So like if if you think in terms of hip hop, everybody today goes, oh you got Drake, you know you know about Drake. You don't you don't even know hip hop. Not into hip hop, but you know Drake. Drake and Josh, that yeah, show, you know that you know Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> <laughs> you lost a lot of weight. that dude. <laughs> and Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I actually love his new album. Right. Yep. So you know that. If I don't know about metal, I don't know who today is the, gotcha. like up there. Uh-huh. That's what I'm. That's what I'm trying to figure out. God. Well, uh, I maybe I'll take this opportunity to plug a, a local metal band that is sure. on their way to the top, almost at the top. Uh, Fire from the Gods. They just got signed to Rise Records, and they uh, well, not just they've it's been uh, a little bit now, mm-hmm. and they're touring the world. They're on Warp Tour right now, which will be in San Antonio next Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're uh, they're like our hometown heroes. Uh, they're they're straight from Austin, and uh, they're like one of the bigger ones now, but. Mm-hmm. Like going back to how it was, uh, I guess, sort of segmented. Uh, you're saying, you know, what what are the big bands now for, you know, someone who doesn't know anything? Right. I mean, you know, you, sorry. I'm no, go right ahead. You, but go I mean, if you look, I guess you look at festivals and stuff. The big festivals. I mean, the names that the names that would pop out because we're being in the underground scene. We tend to focus a lot on the local scene. Sure. So like, but if if you're just new to it, you know, bands like Avenged Sevenfold or um, Volbeat or uh, I'm trying to think of the bigger bigger names. Is Cannibal uh, Corpse still relevant? I kept hearing that they're name. They're still relevant. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they're death. They're death metal, but they're mm-hmm. still relevant. I mean, that's the thing. There's so many relevant bands. If you go to a a, a big festival and look at the lineup, uh-huh. I mean, there's band. There's let's say Metallica. There's Anthrax. There's old school '80s 
bands. Then there's Corn and Lincoln Park when they were, you know, obviously for other reasons they can't play anymore. But and then there's new bands like Trivium and Killswitch Engage and Volbeat, Avenged Sevenfold. Then there's the newer bands like you know Whitechapel and uh, I love the names. Mm-hmm. Right. They won't beat the cum shots though. And <laughs> <laughs> not come close to cum shots in death, death and roll. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I but don't know I think yeah, I think what you're getting at is uh, I what it's all about now is the the metal industry takes the opportunity of for people who don't know metal and they put those those bands that we've all heard of that you even heard of mm-hmm. at the top of the line. And when you go to a metal fest, that's who you'll go to see. But you're going to see a bunch of other bands before that that you've probably never heard of if you never sure. go to a metal show, you know. So it is like sort of a, I guess it's almost all encompassing when you're talking about like a, a, a metal fest or something like that. Is there a lot of festivals? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just like made a list off the top of my head. Oh. I started like listing metal okay. fest. Tyler oh. did his homework, folks. Like, <laughs> uh, Wait, how many you got before you... <laughs> Well, you have so much time. Uh, just like five. Oh, okay, cool. Just like five. Yeah. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> no. I, I was like, oh, this is like, no, this 97 is like, of them. Like, oh, my God. We got to no, wrap no, up no, the no. show, man. This is just like right before we started, but these sure. are ones that I all, uh, that I attend regularly, uh, which uh, So What Music Fest, which used to be South by So What, uh, and that's in, okay. that's in Fort Worth. Uh, Fort yeah, usually the second weekend of South by Southwest, when South by is wrapping up, that's the weekend that they have it uh, mm-hmm. there in Fort Worth. Uh, and that's awesome. They had uh, when uh, whenever Under Oath was getting back together, another band that we might consider the Godfathers of metal. Whenever they were getting back together, they were they were headlining that entire thing. And uh, you know, just like we were just talking about, they it, you know it was Under Oath, which everyone has heard of, and about a third or more of the bands were local Texas metal bands mm-hmm. that were also getting to play. And so uh, I guess in that regard, it was you know just local all the way up to millions of viewers and just like any type of metal you could possibly conjure up in your head. Um, so that's a good one. Uh, Texas Independence Fest, uh, which is... Mm. Um, I mean, the name doesn't even tell you that it's a metal thing. Yeah. It's a metal festival. Just go, oh, Texas Fest. Yeah, I'll yeah. go. Yeah. you show up, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I, I came for the beer, and I thought I was going to get some acoustic shit. <laughs> that's that's actually shit. a fair point. That's yeah. I mean, seriously, fair. what oh, are the fair. other ones? What are the yeah, other so, ones? so we got uh, Texas Independence Fest and Texas Revolution Fest, and those are both put on by uh, Come and Take It Productions, uh, who now have their own venue, uh, which used to be the old Grizzly Hall. Uh, now it's called, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah, so now it's called Come and Take It Live, and uh, it's a genre-neutral venue, but, I mean, they're, that's like sort of the metal hub, you know, for, for the metal shows. And I know y'all have played there as well, right? Yep. Last Thursday? Last Thursday. Thursday? Mm-hmm. Wow! Yeah, yeah come I, take it live in Dirty Dog Bar would be good. Yeah, I mean, Dirty Dog Bar. Are those the the spots for live metal here in Austin? Yep, or? those yeah. two and Texas Miss as well. I'll throw them a plug. Yeah. Texas Miss is a, kind of a newer venue. Over it's, by the airport. Yeah, right. it's, it's literally right across the street from my house, which is great. Nice. Um, nice. <laughs> it's uh you know a little bit of a towny bar kind of vibe, but uh, they are you know it's a good 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 ownership over there. Okay. Um, definitely more of a chill vibe, but um, that's another spot they're really trying to get at the metal scene. There's good shows going on. All right, time to pay some bills real quick. This episode of the podcast is also brought to you by Slab Barbecue and Beer. Two locations in Austin. One at 183 in Burnett Road next to Sherlock's. And a brand new location for all you South people in Oak Hill at the Y. Get yourself some dope barbecue, folks. Get yourself a Tony Montana. Get yourself a McDowell. A rib sandwich with award-winning ribs. D-bone will soul glow sauce, pickles, and onions, folks. Go to Slab Barbecue, all right? Uh, make sure you mention the feedback for 10% off your meal. One, one of their um, similarity with hip-hop is that metal gets a bad rep. Yeah. 
you know, when people think metal, like from the outside looking in, yeah, it's a bunch of white kids that just don't give about don't, don't care about shit. That are depressed. They're angry for some reason, but they live in the suburbs. Yeah, just like hip hop. <laughs> and there's still white kids in the suburbs who get depressed over some dumb shit. And, and and so there was this article that uh, Byron sent me that was really interesting it's about the psychology of it. Like mm. there was, st- uh, she was studying. Uh, there's a bunch of studies made about is there a link between uh, mental health uh, and listening to metal? Yeah. And and you're like, is it uh, like do people who listen to metal have mental problems or do they all? Oh, <laughs> seriously. Yeah, yeah. Like this study yeah. that like I know Chad is laughing around. It's like what the fuck is this? Oh That's exactly God. what the, what the article no, said. I read, was I, like it's I bullshit. Read it. I oh, you read, read it? it? Yeah. You said it was bullshit. It. Yeah. And, and and I think and wait what, was what, that the was that the determination that that, that the article said yeah the article said yes. it was bullshit yeah yeah oh wait no the article said it was bullshit that they do have mental problems or is no that, there's there's no link between the two no, there's no link between uh, listening yeah, to not. metal and yeah. it's like saying there's tomatoes and the moon is there a correlation <laughs> no but here's the thing the like the, you always have yeah. these 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 studies that like that yeah. get funded somehow and you're you're like who the fuck I mean <laughs> I could have told you that yeah, yeah, <laughs> I don't even listen to metal I could have told you that come talk to me next time so. And and uh, one quote in there that I, I thought really stood out was the, the girl was like, "Yeah, I listen to metal, and I feel safe in the mosh pit." Yeah, mm-hmm. from the outside looking in, like these people yeah. are punching each other. <laughs> yeah. and right, somebody's so gonna come out with a yeah. with a nosebleed and a it's broken like or something. It's therapy, is what it is. You think you think it's therapy? I've done it. See, I wish hip hop yeah. had something like that. <laughs> like we all uh, dance like one way. Start pogo and just see what happens. Start <laughs> pogoing, man. I ain't trying to get shot, dude. There's the, um, <laughs> oh, there's the the cupid shuffle. How dare you What's the system of a down song Where it's uh, Dance Poco 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 Bounce bounce. Look up system of a down Bounce That's the the song? Yes The whole Mm -hmm. song is Bounce Poco 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 And what do you do to it? You pogo? You just jumping down? I I mean I headbang But you can do whatever you want to You can pogo to it Man I'm just letting you know We we, we have all these stupid ass dances (laughs) And then, what, what, what's the what's the one everybody did? Like, the nene. Oh, uh, what? Too soon? I, I totally forgot about that one. No, no, no. The the, the one that. Ah, uh, shit! Now it's gonna be in, it's gonna it's gonna be in my head for the rest of the day if I find out what it is. What 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 year are you talking yeah, about? Um, no, you like you hop forward and you hop back. Uh, the hokey pokey? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. no. Put that's right two hops this, this time. <laughs> two hops this time. That's that one. See, that's what we're known for. Not a the bitch. Macarena? <laughs> oh yeah. Um, ah oh, shit. Not that. Not the bunny hop. Reverse. Reverse. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> Cuban shuffle? No, you already said that, right? Uh, uh, the the Pilates? <laughs> no, this is gonna bother me. I'm so, I swear to God. No, it's so like all it white and and it's, it, the guy made it so that all white people. Could actually dance to it. It was very instructional. Yeah, it was. That's the no, no, there's no instructions to no, there's no instructions to it. That's uh, the Cuban shuffle, no? No, that, that one's just like kick, 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 yeah. and turn it all around and turn it by yourself. Wait, what? <laughs> that's the that's the Cuban shuffle. That's exactly how it goes. Yeah, so people can keep <laughs> up. It, it will come back to me. I don't want to okay, keep okay. going on this one, but anyway. Uh, yeah, we need a dance, man. Hip hop needs a dance or something that's like, look, this is hip hop shit. Because we do like we nod. You guys headbang. We not. We I just mean, I would say, sorry about that. I would say, like, back when I was in college and we had the crunk music with Little John and you know, yeah. e- even before then with 3-6 Mafia with Tear the Club Up. Yeah. yeah. And that wow. type of, you know, aggressive music 
lot of energy, you know, people pushing each other, sort of mosh pit light, but uh, not quite. Yeah, but no, not quite. But wants to get shot again. There was definitely some physicalness to it. Like you just had to shoulder to shoulder, elbow. Yeah, you just had to make sure you know a fight didn't break out. But uh, <laughs> yeah, how do you make sure? <laughs> how can you tell a fight from a mosh pit from the outside looking in too? Oh, you can tell. Oh, oh you, you can. can oh, you can oh, yeah. tell. If, any, if really? anybody falls down in normal mosh pit, everybody brings them up, and everybody's always kind of you're hitting each other, but you're you know you can definitely tell. And I've been in a couple of those, you know where. Somebody gets a little too aggressive, and they, you know, they've either kicked my girlfriend or they've. Are your girlfriend isn't there with you? Uh, you know, on the outside, or kind of, <laughs> I, I brought it, you know, a couple times, and inside they're like, "Nah, nah, that's it, I'm good." I'd be like, "Look, yeah. baby, you're going in with a suit, and with like pads, and, <laughs> football and, helmet, yeah, seriously, and not giving you brass knuckles just in case." Somebody, I mean, like, like you were saying, you, you hip hop needs a new dance, and so like I think. Uh, metal is more so it's kind of standard there's the head banging crowd the mosh pitting crowd and now the uh, slam dancing or what it's called uh, the fucking Logo. there's another one Slam dancing, is that what it's called? Oh, when you know. walk into the crowd and you do a window no, every, with your no, arms? Yeah, everybody's <laughs> so, doing the dancing with their arms and legs kicking out everywhere that's the, been like the like trend a, over the past five years Looks like a donkey having years. a seizure Oh, you, don't, you don't like it, dude? <laughs> no, no I You don't like it? Uh, well, I... I'm all for it because, like he said, it's therapeutic. But there, I don't like when people are assholes about it. Yep. You know, like there are other people there at the show. Yeah, they kick and you like, in the face. Yeah, it's like, what? like you're you shouldn't be trying to injure someone. You know, it should be a therapeutic thing. Right. You know that you're that you're there with you know other metalheads, and it's like a thing, a community type thing. You know, but then there are you know, there there are sometimes there's that one guy you know that's just. Trying to hurt people. Yeah. I speared you know? him one time. Hey, you know what? <laughs> All it takes is one dumb motherfucker to fuck it up for everybody. Yeah, and it yeah. seems to always be the giant shirtless dude. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like didn't want to go so far as to say that, but thank you, sir. Yep. That's like, yeah, that's it. It's always him. And it's he looks, always him. And he looks super pissed. Yeah. Like, do, do like he's just mad about life and he just really needs some therapy. But he's just but that's his say, therapy though. Yeah, but he's just he's gonna just fuck everybody else up. <laughs> he wants to be part of it, like everybody else. Come on, sure. give, give him a break. <laughs> we Maybe he hates his job. <laughs> like he works like customer service for T Mobile I, I and once, shit. I once saw this. And he's big for no reason. He just wants to like just, let the energy out. He just, wants, he just wants to help people with their technology issues <laughs> on there. and then just get his shit out in the pit. That's his that's his MO. I Fish him out of Dougie. <laughs> the Dougie. Yes. yes. Okay. Is that the song okay. you were? He yes. was looking at for this wow. whole. Yeah, I, 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 I took it up. He was on autopilot. <laughs> yeah, I was like uh, hip hop songs with dances. In them. <laughs> don't don't You're lie. Giddy. You're watching Kate Upton do it right <laughs> now. I know you are. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> I once saw a Spider Man dance. That's been the probably the most crazy one I've seen so far. I and mean, this was ten years ago. It was. Still remains in darkest hour in, in uh, at Houston engine room, and some dude just literally went back and forth, right and left across the hall, doing this. <laughs> what? Doing this. Uh, that's Spider Man. Like oh, Spider Man, like shooting his yeah, webs shooting out. out. I mean, at this point, you can't come up with your own shit if you're. In, I mean, there's no yes. rules. Yeah, yeah, you could. Oh, yeah, like, man, just, you know, nobody judges them. It's like go no. do your thing. If I come but, in, okay, if I if I come in and I got boxing gloves. <laughs> Does anybody care? Would anybody care? Dude, just do it, man. I, I guarantee hey, you every metalhead in there has seen something it. crazier. I want to see it. And hey, plus, yeah, not? I would love to see you'd be giving, you know, all the concert goes a story to tell. 
And I guarantee, <laughs> I guarantee I was you. Like, how did he even get those in? Yeah. <laughs> I guarantee you there'd be at least one or two people who said, fuck yeah, I want to fuck with this guy. <laughs> Like a week later, we're at a show. There's all these people boxing Box- gloves. Like, catch me up. Catch me up, Beerland next time. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, we started a trend. Yeah, uh, boxing, yeah, boxing gloves. gloves. Yeah, boxing gloves. That's not a terrible idea. And and a bicycle helmet. I once saw a pillow fight. I once saw a pillow fight. Are you um, serious? It was Casa Cassandra, a local band. They did a, oh, I thought oh, you nice. were that that five finger punch. Thing. No, no, no. They, <laughs> they did a pillow fight pit just cause uh, just for fun, and it was actually pretty awesome to watch because everybody's just. Like getting like ready for the breakdown, like let's go, and then just fucking pillow and like feathers flying. And, and, it was actually oh, they brought their awesome. pillows in. Yeah, the crowd did. Or the, 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 band ho- the whole band showed up in jammies and then threw out pillows to the crowd, and I thought that was actually pretty funny. That's, that's pretty dope. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Shout you know out! What? To I'm really curious. For doing mm-hmm. that. That I, awesome. I want I want to check it out for real. Like, I'm, go to I'm, a show. Yeah, hopefully I I walk out of there. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll be on the you outside. Might take a nap. Yeah, you. You can be with like, all of the almost 30-year-olds like I am in the back that just uh, stand in the back with the beer now. The almost 30-year-olds yeah, are in the back? The past 30 I will be about a door because I'm over 30. <laughs> How old are you? I'm 35. 35? Byron? 37? 37? 37? Fuck. They'd be outside like with yeah, a I'm, uh, I'm sitting in the parking lot like, damn, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you got to be... If at God, 13, what time are we going to be done? Hold on. At 13, he was in the middle of it. And yeah. as you get older, you work your way out of the bush yes. into the yes. crowd. Yeah, into you see yes. the older you get, the yeah. Sl- the yeah. further back you get. I'll get my ass whipped if I get in the middle of that. Like, oh yeah, now you know for like metal fest and stuff, it's you know beer in the back or like unless I'm covering the show or something. But when I was 19, it was like 10 hours of moshing in the front, you know, stage diving the whole nine. Can you go? Everybody get on this dude <laughs> on that, stage. No, because oh, I pitch. did that on stage. Really? Oh, if I, oh you give instructions. Oh, if it's one of my friends that I see is not is not moshing, then uh, yeah, I'll say everybody go mosh around him. Yeah, Ooh. that's a, that's mean, man. Nah, nah, because every single time I do that, they're like, "Okay, that was fucking awesome." Thank yeah, you so much. Really? Me. Oh, because they you know they need the release. They just don't need it. They don't know they need it. Every time, even when but you know now, they need it. That's I know they the- need it. Even now, even though we're like, okay, we're staying out of the mosh pit, but it always feels great after you do it. Yes, it's just the morning after, the day after. We can't recover as like yeah, I said, yeah. I'll be you about can a tell door. That you're in a mosh pit. I'll be about a door and I'll be like, Oh, this kid's having fun over there. I'm gonna yeah. let that have fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna wow. let it have fun. They probably are having fun. <laughs> <laughs> no, but do you so in, in your songs, uh in uh, Fear Control, yeah. do you get political with any of it or is it pretty much like how do you write your stuff? I write anything that comes out and I I don't like uh, some of it's political, but it's not I guess directly aimed. Um I'm not calling people out or anything like that, but it's more so the repercussions and feelings that shit uh, any anything inspires me to write uh i have songs about you know dealing with assholes or dealing with or, or dealing with the political system any anything and everything I, li- I like to write about how did the texas t one come about texas t was actually a, that, okay <laughs> that, yeah. i had to ask i was I, I was literally gonna ask that i had a note here to oh, okay. oh yeah just, oh, I've, I've always been curious you texas know? t yeah, a song called Texas. I, I would play a little bit. So, but tell us a little okay. bit. Yeah. Okay, okay. So that that's that's a fair question because I I almost didn't put that on the CD. I was that was a one off where it was. Uh, I, m- I make a drink called Texas Tea at home. It's basically a Long Island, but um, I, I instead of putting a splash of Coke and filling it with sweet and sour, I do the opposite. I just put a splash of sweet and sour and fill it with Coke, 
Um, just that's just what I, li- what I like to drink, and that's my Texas tea because it, it's really strong. You can't taste it, so you can drink a lot of those. Mm-hmm. And I was <laughs> just, you know, we're out partying and at the club, and I just not the club, at Dirty Dog and shit, and just I don't know the lyrics. Just I think I was one of those where I was either drunk or I was in the middle of the night, or I woke up and all the words came to me, and I was like, these are like really cheesy fucking lyrics, <laughs> but. <laughs> It's At not the same time, it's kind of true and kind of funny. So and kind of fun. So I just we had the ri- I had that riff idea, and I was like, if I was going to put these words to any song, this would be the song. And then we just kind of ran with it. And I remember talking with the band at the time, like, do we want to make this a real song? And they're <laughs> like, dude, it's fucking fun to play. And so we just make it a really fun song live about getting everybody to chug, you know, their beers and shit like that. And so all right, so let's hear a little bit. <laughs> Texas T. Texas T. control. Just go to YouTube. Listen to it. Go go check it out. Texas T. So, Chester Bennington just passed away. (laughs) Sorry, I need to. I'm not trying to bring the show down, but I'm just. Is is that was that really like a big loss for the? I'm I'm not a Lincoln Park yeah fan, but I was just curious. Like for. For me personally, it was because they were, I guess, one of those first bands where I, I really, I guess, started really loving metal. And they were just like one of the first bands that I was completely obsessed with and like listening mm-hmm. to them every day. And I think, you know, per, without getting into, you know, I guess too much of what people say about Linkin Park, their first two albums yeah. were just quintessential for most metal bands. And, uh, you know, I guess they, they pivoted genres a little bit, one might say, but. Uh, that didn't, you know, that didn't change anything, at least as far as like Chester Bennington, you know, being gone now, you know, it's still a pretty big blow. To Cause you go back community. to that meaning of when you were, those feels when you started listening yeah, to that. Yeah. I mean, I, I haven't really listened to Lincoln Park in a long time, but I, I have, yeah, me either. I, <laughs> I have saved every, every time they come with a new album, I have saved one song from that on my um, phone. Yeah. I'm like, dude, that song's fucking awesome. That yeah. song's really good. Like, and I always, I always recognize his talent. He had a great voice. Oh, he, <clears throat> yeah, really good. Every, you know, even though I didn't listen to the band fully, I'm like, that dude's got a great fu- fucking voice. I always respected that. And so, I, it hit, you know, it definitely was a slider. I spe- uh, hit me hard, especially after Chris Cornell. Yeah, and then yeah. him, yeah. and <laughs> just like, man, like, what is, you know? But see, it, it's the same um, thing that's happening in hip hop when you got all these legends really that are yeah. dying off and you're like who's gonna like take over yeah. you know yeah. and the one and i said that before on the show the one that really hit me recently was prodigy for mob deep like mob deep was like my yeah. shit Honestly. like my first the first album i ever bought with my own money yeah. was the mob deep cd um and we're like holy fuck we're getting up to an age where yeah i mean he hung himself he could have lived but you know yeah this, nevertheless they're going away and you're like Okay, who's gonna take the flag now? Who's gonna? I think Metallica did a track with Mob Deep and Ja Rule. Don't put Ja Rule in there. Just saying. 
That's the track. That's the track. I mean, I can't play it because the tone in this room out. just shifted really quickly <laughs> with ja that. Rule. Ja Rule. What the hell you talking about? about? Damn. I, actually, okay, I didn't know the, I didn't know the disrespect to Ja Rule, <laughs> man. Last time I seen him was a Fast and Furious, man. I don't fucking know. That's your reference to Ja Rule? I thought he was like a poor man's DMX. I guess he's Oh, man. I don't know. You know what? I agree. Yeah, but he's a really poor man. <laughs> yeah, no, no, this, this, yeah. this is what Ja Rule did. His first album, Benny Vinny Vicky, was yeah. great. Yeah. It was really hip hop. He had Memphis Bleak. He had Jay Z. He had Shanti. DMX. And then he went, I'm a sing with this bitch. <laughs> and then Shanti. ran with it. Yeah. And, and he, he, he's the one who started the whole, let me, I'll be the rapper guy and <laughs> you'll be the R&B chick and then we're going to oh, do songs. Yeah. And then everybody started doing that after him. But that, that that was his contribution. I think past that. Jay Z kind of did that too, though. That was after Ja Rule. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I never. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, Jay Z had. He had that song with Foxy Brown in 1996. <laughs> but Ja Rule really made it popular. Okay. Like in okay. early 2000, that's when it was like yeah. like like oh, 90s yeah. or 2000. Everybody yeah. was like, oh, Ja Rule. But yeah. no, don't put it with Mob Deep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want now. Back is really hurt now. Now, yeah. now I want to look He's it up. Really hurt right now. I don't think you. I don't even know if it was Mob Deep. So offensive. I can't believe you said that. Okay, go on. Let's move on amicably. My bad, my bad. I told you to hit home. Shut the fuck up, Cash. Yeah, that was. No, it's all good. It's all good. No, but I mean, it it sucks because you know it's um one that I mean, there's nothing you can do. But what happens a lot is, oh, Chester Bennington just died. Oh, everybody, everybody gonna listen to Lincoln Park. Yeah. And Prodigy died. Oh, Mob Deep was the greatest. Like they changed the BT Awards programming for Mob Deep for yeah. for a tribute to to Prodigy. Prodigy never was never invited to the BT Awards, and now that he died, like two days later, oh shit, Mob yeah, Deep funny, died. Huh? Yeah. yeah, and and uh, actually, uh, what's his name, Master P Master went P. on went online and said, dude, we ha we had these legends that that are alive today that they're not getting their due. And they're not getting the shine they deserve. And then it's only when they die that we're like, oh, my God, he was yeah. the best ever. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Celebrate people Ce while they're living. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know what? I, I, let me let me touch on that because I just. I, I, Don't I've bring been... up Ja Rule again. Cause... No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing, I'm Don't playing. say no. anything. About <laughs> Murder. Murder. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, wait, I was like, what's his catchphrase? Uh, no, I, I I've been thinking about that a lot. I think about I think about that a lot. It's just trying to understand the industry because. You know, being on, I guess with the brewery side, when, with my job, I'm, sure. on, I'm on both sides of things. And same with music is, um, you know, being in two bands and, and kind of doing, playing and also managing, booking and designing and doing all this shit. I'm just, I'm trying to, it's, I'm trying to understand the industry as much as best I can. And it seems to me that you had the, the amount of bands as, mm -hmm. as I'm sure uh, hip hop artists too, has grown. Sure exponentially because of the ease of access of making music and sure. recording music the and good one and the shitty ones yeah they make it, it through yeah. somehow. and yeah. that's the issue is that there's quality and there's um you know uh work ethic and that and attitude and there's there's so many bands that i know that work so hard uh band final drive they're out of st louis missouri they tour non-stop and mm -hmm. they work their asses off they drove once from st louis i mean not st louis uh, New Orleans to uh, Corpus for a show with us. Eight hours to play 20 minutes at for peanuts. No money. Mm -hmm. Because they wanted to play with us. They wanted to hang out because they're awesome dudes. And they tour nationwide. They've been on Chicago Open Air Fest. They've toured with Down. They toured with big bands. 
that's the attitude that I'm that I that I love. Um, right. And I think the labels and say the media, say say that award show. Yeah. The the venues, the the the, the big people, the big people on top. They're looking for that next big thing, right? Because that's what the that's where the money's at. That's where the surefire thing is at. They're mm-hmm. looking for that. To me, it's there's no. I guess there's not really a surefire thing anymore to me. Well, to- I, I I think that the the luxury that we've had in hip hop mm. is that we've looked up to people who knew where to find those gems. Uh, right. You know, we had the Dr. Dre who right. found Eminem, right. who found 50 Cent, who right. found Snoop uh, in the rock world. Have you watched the Defined Ones on HBO? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah exactly yeah. that. Yeah. Like Jimmy Iovine, working with you 2 working with, you know, with Bruce Springsteen, you know, finding Lady Gaga. And, and you're like, these are tastemakers. These are motherfuckers who know what they're talking about. And they go, hey, I know what I'm saying. Check this out. But you know why? Because the access wasn't as available back then. Right. It was a gatekeeper. It was funneled. Now everything's wide open. So you have a bunch of gr- a great artists, but not everything's not as great because you can you have access to everything. But I still believe in experts. Like if, if, mm-hmm. if Tyler told me, look, you don't know shit about metal. Here's right. five bands to check out. Whether they're local or they're big or touring or they're from Germany, I don't give a shit. I'd be like, okay, That's I trust true. his judgment because... The man went to a mosh pit when he was 13. <laughs> he knows. Yeah, he knows. I mean, he's known since then. That's, that's the literal school I mean, of hard knocks. It, yeah. I mean, you, sh- you should be on a mountain somewhere and you have to work your way up and you get there and you're like, tell me, tell me your troubles. I will tell you about metal. Like, expert type shit. But the thing is, now everybody's a fucking expert. Yes. Everybody's that, an right, expert. That was what I was getting to. Exactly. So, yeah. a douchebag out of Pittsburgh on Twitter can tell you, hey, listen to these guys. And next thing you know, they sound like death and roll. Right. <laughs> oh God! Like a, don't say death and rolling. I'm gonna call the show death and roll. Fucking death and roll. No, but th- th- that's uh, what I'm man. saying. So I- I'm all for, yeah. um, you know, lowering the barrier of entry and democrat. Demo- I can't say the word. Uh, like make Demogra- it democratic. Demo- okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah making it dem- more democratic. Like everybody has a shot. Everybody right. can get up there. Everybody can get. Right. I mean, if it wasn't for SoundCloud, we wouldn't have little Uzi Vert and all those motherfuckers. Yeah. Which we could do without, but that's another topic. Uh-huh. Anyway, so I'm all for making but, it but, available but, for everybody. But a lot of that. So, so here's here's kind of where that where that's leading to is that. Band, and I'm sorry for keep talking to you again. Tell me no, to shut the fuck up. No, no, Cash, go ahead. Is uh, <laughs> is uh, uh, you know, bands relying on uh, either on marketing money. Yeah. Because uh, it t- it takes a lot of money to pr- to promote. Even getting on SiriusXM, that all that shit sure. costs money. Manager costs money, or relying on, relying on gimmicks or connections. I mean, I guess it's it is still kind of natural hard work, but you can't just rely on oh now the gates open now everybody's available and accessible. Mm-hmm. If we just play our shit, people are going to hear us. The way because now there's so many options that you have to find a way in, and that's based on marketing branding how much money you're willing to put in even if you don't have that money mm-hmm. uh and that's just my personal experience that's kind of what it seems like do you do you talk to labels or um, um no, or, no no i don't, I don't or really, managers yeah i mean like you know i have contacts and stuff at labels and like you know come and take it productions those local guys are always helping me out they always what's up know, anthony yeah what's up um but yeah they always you know sort of let me have my you know free roam of, of a venue or whatever so I can, you know, capture it and, and, you know, get, get the word out about shows. But, um, I think he, 
hit it, cash hit it right on the nail, which is you've just got these bands that, that work so, so hard. And now sometimes that work pays off and sometimes it doesn't just because there are so many damn options out there. Like, you know, that band that followed them for eight hours, there are hundreds of bands that we, we would probably love that we've probably never even heard of, you Mm -hmm. know, there's just so many metal bands now. And, uh, it's, it kind of is becoming about networking in a way, you know, it's, you just got to keep in touch with promoters all over the country. If you want to, if you want to book, you've got to, you know, keep in touch with the local venues and play, you know, at least one show a month if you want people to remember you. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just, it's, it's different now, you know, it's not like, like you said, within hip hop, you're just, you know, you look at someone and you've got, you know, some people that they are vouching for. And it's like, here, check these people out. There's, not so many people like that anymore in the metal world. I mean, you, you, you would think, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just saying, I mean, Dillinger Escape Plan, who's a big metal, a big, big metal band, are called, what they call the quits, right? Yeah. Because they yeah. couldn't afford to tour anymore. What? And that's a big metal band. And meanwhile, like, five punch in a thing. <laughs> five finger, five finger, punch, five whatever finger. the thing is. <laughs> <Come punch. laughs> the disrespect. My bad, my bad. They want to hear this. Murder. <laughs> Ah, uh, we even, <laughs> we even know. Uh, yeah, that's the that's the disparity I'm talking about. Five Finger, I don't know if you ever seen them live. I've seen them a few times mm-hmm. where they, dude, their production is like insane. They mm. have moving stage parts and crazy screens and lights. And then you have a band like Dillinger Escape Plan, who's you know a little heavier for sure, but they've done some commercial type songs with melody, and they they yeah. they could they can't. I mean, any band can tour and survive. Right. The difference is it's not like the old eighties days or, you know, the prime of hip hop days either. Yeah. Where you can't you can't tour and be able to buy a big house and a car for your family for each band member. You're basically I can afford an apartment's rent and I can maybe get a okay car and that and you're a big, big band. Wow. So like these touring bands, you're basically you're you're playing for to pay your gas expenses and your to the next city into the next, to the next <laughs> for city for real like for real and hopefully yeah. you get a hotel room and everything's going back into the band because you have to buy your merch you have to buy the CDs you got to pay I for mean, management expenses everything is going back towards that that's the reality of where metal music is yeah and like I mean just kind of like on top of that this is almost this is definitely a whole nother discussion maybe a whole nother podcast oh we got like, 10 minutes let's go <laughs> <laughs> but you know i guess uh, at least a little bit of the part of this is just like the evolving you know social media there's no money to be made in selling your music anymore at yeah. least for yeah. a local metal i band. mean that, that's across the board no yeah right what, so what genre you're in so now you know uh, a touring metal band that's you know not signed but a great band now has to sell merch and yep. you know take the peanuts that they get from the venue and hopefully make it to the next city we made not, more merch last night than the than the <laughs> you made more, more money in merch than what we got paid for the show and is wow. that pretty com- i mean i don't know band budget nowadays, uh, but like is that common yeah, for my well yeah. i noticed on the talking points for my for my main band kind of yeah for yeah. the cover band not so much yeah because wow. people can we talk about cover bands for a little bit yeah, sure yeah, i mean talk y- about that y- you're you're so your band is Miss Litterica. You must say it right. Wow. I don't even know. It sounds dirty. Um. <laughs> it's Slayer, Metallica, and Pantera together, right? Well, we're kind of sluts. One of us is a slut. Shout out, Mark. What's up, buddy? Um, Slayterica. It's Slayterica. Slayer, Pantera, what did Metallica. Slayer, Pantera, Metallica cover okay. band. And we're the first of its kind to do it. But I just noticed, I mean, it. 
when we first started doing it, it was for fun because we all, um, our guitar player, Eric, who played in a band called Powderburn, and now he's a band called Epic out of Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he threw out the idea. He got Keith, uh, who's a bass player. He also plays in Snakeskin Prison and a couple other bands. And uh, Mark, who's the drummer of uh, Snakeskin Prison and now The Crown. And we threw the idea out to me. I'm like, well, I don't know if I have time. And But I was like, dude, that sounds so that sounds so much fun. Like, these are all songs I grew up playing. Sure. And then we started booking shows. I mean, and the money we get from these fucking shows, I mean, it's like crazy compared to what I have to yeah. beg for <laughs> with my original band. That yep. I, pay, I spend most of my time with my original band. That's all blood, sweat, tears of writing and promotion and everything. And this one, we're just covering another band's material, which, again, takes time and effort. Yeah. But... You're giving a chance to those 30 year olds who are outside of the mosh pit to get back into the mosh pit because <laughs> yeah. that's the lowest age you got at that at those shows. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. I yeah. mean, for the most part, like on yeah. average, yeah. they're probably yeah. around in the third. They grew up with it just like yep. you did. Yep. I mean, because they have money, and yeah, that too. They have money to spend, and then for the venues, they want to get people who know who know what the they want people to come because they know they're gonna uh, sorry know what they're gonna hear. Yeah, and that's a big issue with Houston, San Antonio, Dallas. Austin is that the cover bands, local bands are finding it harder to play and book shows, mm-hmm. um, good shows because there's so many cover as, as far as get paid for good shows. These cover bands, and I'm in one, so I'm talking shit about myself. But go ahead, we get <laughs> paid, and we you know we have to play a little bit longer. But the crowds are crazy, and I always try to promote our local our originals whenever we can because. It's. I think it's been a common thing since Guitar Hero came out, since iTunes came out, since singles came out. Right. And people have so much access to music. They want to hear what they know. You ever been to a show, and it's the same thing with hip-hop. You go to a show, and then the guy's like, he does all these classics, get them out of the way. And he goes, yo, I'm dropping my new album. Let me do some of the songs out of that. And everybody's Damn like, it. I don't give a shit about the new album. <laughs> I don't know. I don't hear the classics. Like, I don't know this new, you're on tour for what again? There was a classic from The Simpsons on that where it's uh, Bachman Turner Overdrive, BTO. And it's like, all right, thank you for so much for coming out tonight. We're going to play all our stuff from our new album. No! Homer, Homer's like, no, shut up. Play Taking Care of Business now. Again. We'll, we'll get to that after we play a new one. No, no new crap. Play it now. Exactly. Yeah. That must be frustrating as hell. Even last, even last night for the original band, Texas T, some dude was like, "Dude, I heard that online, uh, and uh, you didn't play it tonight." I was like, "Well, we had a short set," and he's like, "I really wanted to hear that." I'm like, <laughs> "We got a new album coming out. We're playing new songs." And like, no, I mean, th- think about like the old bands, like the Stones and yeah. all those old bands are still Led going Zeppelin out and, and, and performing all those old songs. Yeah. I went and saw, um, it's not metal, uh, Hall and Oates. Long time okay. ago. Yeah, it was Hall and Oates, uh, and they were like, yeah, we're going to do our new song, whatever, and just <laughs> nothing. 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 <laughs> Play Man Eater and sh- or shut the fuck up because <laughs> I paid money to come to drive all the way to, to the Circuit of the Americas park yeah. and all that stuff, and if you're not going to do Man Eater, I'm walking out of this bitch. And seriously, oh, yeah. it was like yeah. that, and, yeah. and it's sad, and I think it's, it, it only happens in music, though. Well, I mean, do you want to touch on the cover, the whole cover band issue? Because I'm curious on what is. You know, is, uh, I uh, I honestly haven't uh, made it out to see many of the local uh, cover bands. I have seen Slaterica before. Uh, I think at maybe missed. Go see Spasmatics. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah I've seen like, those guys. They're a national chain. Yeah, they yeah. are. Yeah. I, I didn't yeah. know that. I yeah. didn't know it either. I didn't know that. And I'm like, like, but they kill. They do kill. And they do everything. 
Because they're getting paid. Exactly. <laughs> Fuck yeah, they're getting paid. If, you, getting if you gave me paid. a wig and a neck brace and a freaking shirt. Yeah. Have you seen the, the drink prices at Cedar Street Courtyard? Yeah. Dude? It's like $8 uh, for a beer. Yeah. Oh God. You go on, on a Wednesday and there's nowhere else to go. They're getting paid. Yeah. There's nowhere else to go. But they I figured think, it out. I think that his, uh, that Cash's surprise that his cover band is, you know, uh, it's more successful at least financially some nights than, you know, his other band where he's like, I pump in, you know, all this hard work and this energy speaks to, you know, I guess maybe the people uh, that are like, oh, yeah, man, like I'm totally, yeah, totally coming out, totally going to be there. Mm. And I think that's like mm. maybe the big one of the big problems, at least like, you know, with, uh, you know, the the local metal bands right now is uh-huh. like, you know, just trying to get people to come out. Um, and that was and my like, favorite two people. Is yeah, right. right. <laughs> it doesn't work. It's a Chevy match. And like we <laughs> <They're> actually pushing <laughs> each other. Right? You're doing Street Fighter on this, <laughs> the crowd and shit. <laughs> Too much room. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, it's it's getting hard. It's getting yeah. harder to get people to come out, and then it's harder. I, for we do, to we travel. literally do no promotion for Slaterico, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. And we get a packed house every show. <laughs> Where do you Damn. perform? Where? Yeah. Different spots. I mean, we're playing El Paso on Friday, and. Uh, I mean, there's a, like a hundred RCPs on Facebook and people saying, oh, I can't wait to see it. I'm like, if you don't pay attention, man, I would be mad. Yeah. Like, by the way, I bought it. This, but shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> I'm trying to fuck my other stuff. I, so, got I mean, on. so we always try to do, we try to as much as we can. If we have Slaterica headlining, we try to get one of our local band, one of our original bands to open, mm-hmm. which means one of us is playing double duty, um, playing two shows in a row, which, but we, I mean, we've done it before. It happens, but we try to utilize that that's kind of what we're doing because we want our original bands to succeed it's just it's been it's just been a crazy trend about people coming out to cover band shows which i'm not complaining about because it's super fucking fun but i don't and i don't know what else to do about it. you know there's different ways around it. there's different marketing i think like uh tyler was saying you know play once a month keep playing keep pushing yourself out there use youtube do the traditional marketing it's just not going to come as easy as it used to it's just whoever because i've seen bands come up and fall so many bands that have been bigger than us at some point, and then they're gone, and then another band, and then they're gone. We, as far as fear control goes, we're I'm not I'm not fucking quitting. I'm not stopping till till I'm like I can't play. I physically can't play anymore. Is your voice your voice goes away? Or my voice goes away. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I keep that voice, man. <laughs> no, because I will find a fucking singer. I know a bunch of singers. Oh, that's oh, true. That's I'll true make too. it happen because I that and that's the attitude that you need to to get anywhere with this. Mm-hmm. Even bands that have already made it. Before us, I don't. That's cool. That's awesome for them. Shattered Sun, Sons of Texas, Fire from the Gods. These are all bands that have worked hard. I've we played with all of them, and they do work hard, and they make it happen. But the bands that really want to keep it going, I think in this scene, you have to just you gotta ha- you gotta be able to put money into it. That's just one thing you have to mm-hmm. do. It's a necessary evil. You gotta put money into pro- into appropriate marketing and merch and promo, and then just the constant attitude of we want to keep playing shows we want to keep bringing the music there can't be any bitching there can't be any pussies you know no offense mm-hmm. but on in your band everybody's got to pull their pull their fucking weight and keep it going in order to to get somewhere with it well l- last point is um i would say that earlier like when people get into a, a subgenre of metal and like okay i'm just sticking to that i'm not going to say the, the genre again yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, how tight is that community where uh, you look at a, a you look at a, a lineup for a show and there might be okay this one is more death metal this one is more maybe gothic and this one is alternative whatever right and there is somewhat of a cross promotion or like a fraternal like a fraternal type of relationship where yeah I'm into this kind but these guys are into this kind but we can actually 
play together or I'll help promote? Like, how tight is that community? Uh, I, you know, there are always, there's always going to be assholes. There are always people oh, yeah. like, oh, yeah, they're everywhere. Like, you know what I mean? Like, assholes oh, are everywhere. F- fuck that band, fuck whatever. That band, but man. I think, generally speaking, uh, you know, all, all of the entities that I've mentioned have really made it, at least in Austin and definitely Fort Worth and mm-hmm. San Antonio the metal community is very supportive and very accepting. You know, if I'm not into uh, a certain band that's playing and I'm going for, you know, to see another band that I'm going to get there, I'm still going to see the whole lineup, you know, cause I, that's just how a show should work. And I think that that's how a show should work. But you know, again, some people are going to be assholes about it, whatever. But I think generally speaking, the metal community here in Austin is pretty supportive and open towards each other and all the bands and all the promoters are always trying to help each other out. Yeah, that's good. That's good to hear. Yeah. Hear. Locally. I think locally. Yeah. I but think, not nationally. I think, na- I think Europe is a little bit ahead of, ahead of us in, in regards to that about <laughs> accepting other genres of metal really? and rock. And Oh yeah. I mean, uh, I've heard Metallica say that plenty of times about they, they, they've had go to all kinds of festivals with all kinds oh. of bands playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also in America, I think we're in the last three, four years have gotten a lot better at that. Mm-hmm. I think we're still a little bit behind. Yeah. Uh, but locally, definitely, I think there's a lot of support for different genres. And, like, yeah, we do. I mean, you know, there's, like, big metal fests and stuff here all around the country, like, you know, Rock on the Range, and then there's, you know, OzFest and all that stuff. But those festivals in Europe, I mean, that uh, they're ten times as oh, big yeah. as any, I mean, fe- yeah. you know what I mean? Like I say for all the bands, because yeah. there's no judgment. I think America's a little bit behind on that, although I think it's going in the right direction with all the cross-genre mixing of different styles and also just i think it's the i have when i quick quick 30 seconds sorry when i was when i was in college high school growing up Uh metal was the extreme it was was viewed as the extreme sure and now i have all these friends from college and high school and work you know byron here that metal is not a bad word an extreme word anymore they're like oh yeah dude i love that i love fucking cowboys from hell and i love fucking this song, I love Kill Switch. I love Lamb of Dude, Lamb of God's badass. Like, I think it's not a bad word anymore. Just a random thought to go on. Uh, quick trivia: Do you know the the country with the most heavy metal band per thousand people? A hundred thousand people. I'm gonna go with France. Nope. Ooh. Wait. Is it like a Nordic country or like? Sweden or it's something. Bingo, Sweden. Sweden. Oh, shit. It is Sweden. Wow. Sweden. The country that gave us Ace of Base. <laughs> <laughs> and that, you know that's why there, there was a, they actually did a study and they were like why is it, it wasn't like why there's more metal and and more bands in Sweden than anywhere else mm. uh, it had to do with education and how your um, music is part of your education early on yes and so you the technicalities of metal being able to keep up with the melodies and, right. and all of that and the riffs mm-hmm. like you have to know all that shit so everybody's like I grew up learning learning uh, all this stuff. Yeah. So fuck, I'm starting the band. Me too. Me three. And every, all the white people in Navy are doing that. Next thing you know, there's the most. Truth. Yeah, it yeah. is. It is. Yeah, yeah. I thought I was, I thought it was a fun fun little fact. That's awesome. All right, we're gonna we're gonna wrap things up. But before we go, I want you to read the the weather report with a James <laughs> Hetfield. <laughs> all right, in a James Hetfield. In a Hetfield or or a, or like a screaming metal. Uh, do both. Just that line right there. Which one? Oh, the yeah, that yeah. line right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, first, uh, James Hetfield. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, shit, that's like a a couple lines. Okay. (laughs) Spot, man. Okay. 
considerable clouds this evening. Ah, some decreasing clouds late. A stray shower of thunderstorms is possible. Ooh, low 76 degrees. Wind south at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Yeah. Woo. Was that cool? Love is it. Is that okay? I love it. That was, that was great. That was dope. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Now, what's uh, screaming? The screaming. This is my jam, what you're about to do right here. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Awesome. Considerable clouds this evening. Something crazy clouds slide. A stray shower or thunderstorm is possible. Low 76 degrees Fahrenheit. Wind south at 5 to 10 miles per hour. There it is. Oh, All right. That that was was awesome. Drink some water, man. I'm done. <laughs> man, I can't picture you on stage doing that for two hours. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. All right. Thank you so much, man. Where can we find Texas Love Metal? Ooh. Oh, I'm, I'm at Texas Love Metal across the board. Everything. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, YouTube. Good stuff. And Jeez. Fear Control. Uh, Fear Control, yeah. It's at Fear Control, Facebook, uh, YouTube, uh, Twitter, Instagram. We're also on Pandora, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and then Slaterica without the Y is on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, and just look us up on there and come out to some shows, man. You have an EP out called The Monster. Yeah, we have two EPs. One's called Conviction, and one's called The Monster, and then we're about to record a full-length 10-song LP hopefully next month. So just, uh, you can always go to our website, fearcontrol.net. Sounds good. Thank you so much for tuning in, folks. Byron, thank you. Oh, By the way, thanks to Byron. Thanks, Byron. Yeah, yeah. He booked yeah. this one, and I had yeah. a great time. I learned so much. Yeah, thanks for having us. Uh, death yeah. and Roll and Five Punches. I will learn nothing. I'll learn nothing. Five Finger Punch. Five Finger Death Punch. Five Finger Cunt Punch. Five Finger Cunt Punch. No. Five Finger Cunt Punch. No, no, that's not what it was. Come. There was a cum shot. There was a cum shot. Five finger cum. Let's just stop it now. Right. No, seriously, I really appreciate I'm glad to see that, you know, hip hop and metal very similar. And I hope to be the Nosh Pit. Nosh Pit. If it's too late for me. We'll throw you in there. Look it up. Go to TexasLoveMetal.com. Look up. They're on YouTube. A bunch of videos so you can get familiar with the scene here. And check out Fear Control and Slay. Man, I love. Thank you for reading the the weather report. Really it was beautiful. Uh, if you want to help the show, simply go to thefeedback.com slash review. It will take you to iTunes so you can review it, give us some stars. That really helps us with the rankings on iTunes. Uh, leave a rating. Uh, we're also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, the feedback, BAK. Just follow us. We have a bunch of stuff coming up. So thank you for listening. Really appreciate it. Thank you guys for coming. Thanks, Thanks. Thanks so much. And we'll for talk, to you next, talk to you next time. Ciao, ciao.